The show people won't stop talking about. Friends go live! Taika Waititi has a hit TV show. And Zachary Levi, super spy to superhero. And now to author. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! Listen! Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey! Cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important! If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Smash question, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Geek Underground episode number 71. I am the Dadpool. And I am the Trash Panda. And we are here with you, hopefully for the next 45 minutes or so, we give or take. You know, we're usually more <laughs> on the giving than the taking off of that time we frame. Are. We tend to ramble, but, but that's okay. It is okay. And we're approaching Father's Day and we just passed the Queen's 79,000th no, Jubilee and power, which apparently Jubilee. is... Is that an important thing out here? Do yes, people really very. care much about that? <laughs> we had a four-day holiday, so yes. Four-day holiday. Why would that, you have a four-day holiday? Because the Queen's awesome and she didn't want anybody to work. So she's like, yeah, you should celebrate me for four days. And oh it was brilliant. <laughs> oh, come on. You tell me you did not have fun watching the planes and having all the people singing and giving out flowers in town and all that fun stuff. I mean, it was a thing, like stuff to do. I mean, I, and, and yes, the Queen, trust me, I, I've got a lot of respect for the Queen and all that she's done holding a position like that, where, which I really consider that like a prison of a life. Like you, oh, you yeah. don't have your own life. And so to be someone there, yes, you have about anything you could ever want, but you can't do anything. And, and that, that's the thing that I always find hard about the, the monarchy. And I'm actually, I've thought about it. And, and I don't think anyone in this country wants Charles to take the throne, which will eventually well, happen. Well, there are though. some people, but, but yeah, they're not so many people. I think actually for the sake of William and Kate, him taking it would be the best thing for them because they're doing so much good outside of being there. But once they're the monarchs, they kind of get stuck into that and they can't be as free in the things See, they're doing. See, here's the problem though with that is that Charles is already in his, what, 70s? He's about that. Yeah, he's so old. he's not going to last huge amount. I mean, he's going to have quite a short reign for whatever reason. And it's going to cost the country a heck of a lot of money to reprint all of our money and all the stamps and all the other stuff just to put his face on it for a little while, only to then replace it with William. I think they should just leave the queen until William gets on. I mean, well, that would be the hope. But I don't think Charles is going to let that happen. I really don't. And I don't think it will happen, unfortunately. I mean, the stamps is one thing. They can be redesigned pretty darn quick. But money's in circulation, so... Having to recall... Well, not recall. Just you change it as it goes. You just release yeah. the new year with the new stuff on it. Uh, but that's not what we're here for. We're no. not here to talk about The Crown. I mean, it's, I mean, there is a TV show on Netflix. But we're here to talk about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, right? No. And, and their trial that just no. finished. No. And that just drug us no. all through whether we wanted to or not. That was just a slap in the face to everybody. Like, nobody won that. Nobody... Like, we didn't win. Like, the, the people that had to hear about it every single day didn't win now yes it was strange though because johnny depp won in america and lost in the uk yeah 
which I don't really get that. But. <laughs> so it, it, I don't know. I mean, no, neither of them came out looking good. They both look terrible coming out of it. I mean, it, it's, I, I think Johnny Depp at first, I was more believing Amber Heard. He kind of believed the victim to some degree, even though you wait for it to happen. But now I'm totally like, man, that is a crazy, she's just crazy. Well, yeah, but do we really need to be talking about this? Not really that either, but it's still pop culture news. That's stuff that we have but going on. But there's better in pop culture news than that. Yeah, but no one could escape that, and that's the thing. We all got stuck having to watch that every single day. But there's something else that you're going to not be able to escape from that what's, I want to talk about. What's that? Well, today we're recording on June 10th, correct? It is June 10th, yes. So do you know what happens on July 11th? That's three days after Thor Love and Thunder comes out. So we'll probably be going to watch it for a second or a third time. No. That's not going to happen? Well, we probably will. But okay. that's not what's happening on July 11th. All right. What is happening on July 11th? Shark Week! Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> shark Week. Hoo-ha-ha. Shark Week. Hoo-ha-ha. Shark, 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 shark. Week. Hoo-ha. Oh, where's the uh, mute button? You are, you are now muted. You do not get a say. <laughs> Unmute me. All right, you can come back in. It's oh, Shark Week. Okay, here's what you have. But no, you've no, got to have. A, a, here's the problem. I had to find this information out from comments on the Shark Week Discovery Facebook page because the Discovery Channel website is not accessible to anybody who does not live in America. Well, that's weird. So I am saying Discovery Channel, Shark Week should be for all. Hashtag Shark Week for all. Because you are just being discriminatory to anybody who's not American. Why did you cross your arms in an X and say hashtag? Because I was trying to do it. <laughs> Shut up. Leave me alone. I'm outraged. Yeah, I'll still get to watch it. As you should be. As you should be. But Discovery Channel, come on. There are people in other countries who love the sharks, who want to help with shark conservation and things. Ground rules. Trash Panda. I will let you talk as much as you want about Shark Week during Shark Week. We'll even talk about it on the air. We'll, we'll, do, a, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a live show on, for Shark Week. Sharkies. Yay, Sharkies. Okay, that's what you can do the rest of the year. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's your rest of the year. Shark Week. No, Hoo-ha-ha. Yes, during Shark not, Week. That's not fair. We'll, we'll talk about that later. That's not fair. <laughs> the people don't want Shark Week. No, no, the people do not want Shark Week. I'm sorry. Our most popular episode was the shark episode I did when I had the little shark all pen right. and I was like, do, 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 do. Yeah, and they all loved just... that one. So I'm sorry, shark thing, you know, my shark obsession. That is... must have been the one that got us into the top 40 in <laughs> Egypt. That, that was the one right there. And for those that See, don't know, Egyptians again, love sharks. There's nothing they wrong do. with that. that. That's why we leapt to the top well of the charts. Well done, so Egypt. Job, Egypt. You loving sharks too. I get it. I really do. Now, I did want to touch on something here really quick as we, we went through May and, and May has always been Mental Health Awareness Month. And we didn't touch on that at all, really, I don't think. And I, I feel really bad about that because every year we really try to focus on that. We try to make sure that's a priority because we know a lot of people struggle. And I just wanted to point this out, something that you should maybe go have a look at, is that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson just released this big kind of documentary thing that was filmed by uh, Leon McKenzie. You need to look it up right now. You're not alone. It's uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson reveals his battle with depression, and that's kind of how it's, mm-hmm. it's titled. And it goes through his story and a lot of other people's stories. And I think if you're someone that struggles, if you're someone that 
you know, deals with the ups and downs of life. Maybe, maybe it feels like you deal with it darker than others and you go to darker places than others. Give this a watch. I mean, because you are not alone and you don't have to struggle through this. It's not about surviving life. It's not about trying to just survive every day. Uh, and if that's what you're going through, guys, there's a better life for you. So just start there. We do have all kinds of resources. We love pointing you to as well, because man, mental health, it sucks. Not mental health, but just the mental health struggles that we deal with can suck. But, but knowing where to go and who to turn to and what you can go for to get help, that's the best thing that we can offer here. And so we always try to push some stuff. So we'll have some, some, some links in the comment section below is where we'll have that, or at least our description. There'll be links mm -hmm. for things, and especially to this video. And segueing to that as well, our perennial favorite and friend, Zach Levi, Zachary, has just you. written a book called oh, Radical yes, Love. I forgot about that. And it is all about mental health as well, and mental wellness and well-being, and it's amazing. I mean, the guy is so wise. We he have really, yeah. Is. We have a. We'll, we'll put up a link as well. We had an interview with him uh, about a year and a half ago in the middle mm -hmm. of the lockdown, and he was again. I, I asked him that question. I wanted him to bang on it because I, I love the drum he beats, and, and it, it's constantly nonstop. That you know, how, how can we have the the best? view of ourself which is what we need in order to have a good mental health it's about loving yourself and that's what he's always what he's always talking about zachary levi is amazing shazam chuck all all the amazing things he's done we, we love oh then oh i missed nerd hq stuff at comic con i do too so radical love is dropping june 28th that's this month um if you are interested and you want to get a copy of the book, I found it a little difficult to get out here in the UK. The Americans should have no problem getting it. But if you are interested and want a copy and want to know where to find it, I have found a British distributor who are selling it. I've ordered a copy already. So if you are interested, drop us a note on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I'll send you the link for the book. And actually what I'll do is I'll reach out to his reps and see if we can't get a case of them just shipped out here to us as well that we can help distribute. So if you want one, I might be able to get you one that way. I'll, I'll get that sent off here pretty quick. So we'll see if we can be a distribution point here in the UK for that. That's awesome. Cool, cool. All right. But Trash Manda, you got to tell me, what are you geeking out about and where are you going to start? So Movies much or TV I'm shows geeking or video out about. Games? Guys, I think got a we're going to start with TV shows because there's been some really good drops recently. Okay. Um, we've just finished season four of Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm, I'm oh, rewatching it. Did you go back and start rewatching it? Yeah, too? yeah we're, we have to start because it's just amazing. You want to go back to the beginning and then all the way to the end again and ready for the uh, second half of season four. Yeah. So what date is that? I'll stop you real quick. Um, just going if they aren't you well you can jump back into your thing but i'm just uh, wondering what date it, i'm it looking is. i'm looking i'm I know looking you got your notes. uh july 1st sorry oh right at the okay yeah Boom. i knew first I knew of july beginning. there'll be oh, two wow. episodes in volume two um and one of them is reportedly two and a half hours long so these are not short episodes but one thing is for certain season four blows season three out of the water oh, now, absolutely season three was fun but it wasn't great yeah. it was kind of Eh. It felt forced. It did. In, in what they did. And they, they kind of forced some storylines and forced the characters into in situations. It didn't quite seem like it was them. And it just... And this, I mean, I could not amazing. stop watching. I mean, I literally stopped watching in the middle of season three and left it alone for like a couple of months before I went back and went, hey, I should finish that up. This one, I could not stop. I just had it on constantly because I wanted to see what happened. I, I don't... This cliffhanger. Oh, oh my gosh. Is great. Now, I don't actually remember having this much chatter about a show. Now, Squid Games had a lot. That, that one, a lot of people were talking about Squid Games all over the place, uh, and, and really it was a worldwide thing, but, but to the level it was back to, to Lost Days, when 
literally everybody was watching Lost. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was speculating about what's happening or what's going on. Apart from us. Apart from us, because we actually <laughs> missed that. But everybody else, for some reason. We, well, we, we, we didn't like it either. <laughs> well, we, we tried to watch it later after the fact, and I think it's harder to get into something like that when... I was just annoyed that there wasn't velociraptors that was making those noises in the trees. Yeah, I know. And then finding out everybody was at the end... Just in purgatory. Was in purgatory. Spoiler Just like, boo, boo, J.J. Abrams, boo. You've made up for it since then. I'll just say that. But But regardless, though, like I haven't heard this much chatter about a show. I mean, everybody I'm talking to is watching it or just crushed it the first day it was out kind of thing and are now rewatching it. It, it's great, though. I mean, and it really deserves the amount of publicity it's getting right now. What's making me laugh, though, is all the Kate Bush fans who are so angry <laughs> that she's back in the charts with her song Running Up That Hill. And everybody's going on about that song from Stranger Things. And they're like, but it's Kate Bush. She's not that song from Stranger Things. How dare you? And I'm like... Your favorite artist is in the charts again because of a TV show. And you're going to get lots and lots and lots of more fans because of that show and probably make her do some more concerts. Are you really complaining about this? Well, it's like the fans of indie music. They want to be the ones that discovered that band long ago, but they kind of want to still hold it to themselves. Like, this is my band. Nobody else can have this band. And I'm the indie underground listener of music. And not that Kate Bush was underground, but she wasn't like a worldwide Like the whole Alanis Morissette thing in the 90s. Oh, you liked it when it was Jagged Little Pill and everybody else liked it. And I'm like, seriously? <laughs> Just quit. Just quit it now. Yeah, but I mean, props for Kate Bush, though. I mean, I'm glad that she's actually getting a little resurgence in her career as well out of Ooh, that, yeah. which, is, which is really awesome. But but the show, you if you have not watched it, why have you not watched it yet? It definitely, definitely delves into the horror side of things more so than it has. It was, oh, yeah. I, I would say it was more suspense. Season one, more suspense. Yes, where yeah. there's some horror elements, but it was more of a suspense show. This is like... Horror, and, I, and I'm not usually a horror guy. I, I don't get it. Like, I really like this show, though. Like, I, I, yeah. I have to watch this show. Oh, yeah. And that's Stranger Things. So watch the show. Yeah. Okay. But there is a teaser, a uh, little teaser now dropped for season four, volume two, for July 1st. So you need to go and check that out because it looks really, really, really good. And yes. I'm really excited. And July 1st. Yes, July 1st. I would. Very cool. I'm looking at you, Oh, trash. I'm sorry. I Do thought you, want... you paused it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I don't know. Did it pause itself? Oh, no, know. it's still going. You're good. Uh, another sort of horror show that I know you really haven't seen a lot of, and I would definitely say this is 18 plus, okay. just full stop, but I've just finished season three of What We Do in the Shadows, and my gosh, that show makes me laugh. I mean, I love Matt Berry at the best of times. He was in the IT crowd. I mean, he's been Toast of London. I mean, he's been in a lot. Okay. And I love Matt Berry. He's just the way he speaks even. You know, he's just funny. But the show is just absolutely bonkers. How are you calling that a horror? Because it's about vampires. It's a horror though. Well, it is. (laughs) I assure you it is. I mean, it has some scenes where they'll walk in and be like bodies lying around and stuff, but... Yeah, no, there there was... There's definitely stuff that you didn't see that is horror. But it... They put a fist through a man's head and it exploded. It's no, no. And then she pulls the heart out. She does the whole Kali Kali Man. They do that like the UHF. I mean, it's not like that was a. But it is horrorish. All right. But I definitely say 18 and over, please. The language is bad. There are very sexual scenes at times and a lot of violence. 
which sounds like it should be like the completely wrong show, but it's just so funny. So what she's saying is all good Christians will not watch no. this show. That's what she's saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're a fan of Taika Waititi, then this is There's lots of sex and street. blowing up and this and that and swearing that's horrible and this, but you know, so, but still go watch it. It's great. It's the story of basically <laughs> three vampires who live in a house together in Staten Island. The The movie it was originally based on was Taika and Jermaine Clement and um, a couple of other guys. And they were in New Zealand. But they've done this TV show now that FX does. And it's it's just so nonsense because it's these three vampires who are, you know, all powerful and everything else. And then they're just so dumb. Yeah. I mean, trying to live in the 20th century and they haven't got a clue what anything is and they keep doing really stupid stuff. And it's just funny. And it's actually getting a lot of acclaim. I'm hearing about it talked about in, in a lot of different places. And I thought it was a lot more niche than it is, but it's starting to, it's starting Season to get traction. Season three yeah, really got 100% by critic vote on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really doing And it's not well. just one or two. That's Last time I looked, it was seven critics had watched season three and given it 100%. Nice. And I think it had like a 98% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes from just viewers. I mean, it is insane how popular the show is getting, but it is really funny. But I will, like I say, please, unless they're 18 or over, do not watch it. If you're sensitive to anything that's got bad language or scenes of a sexual nature or anything else, it's not the show for you, but it is a good show and it is funny. So... No, it's all, and I'm going to stay on Taika Waititi for a second, just because one of the greatest headlines that I've seen in a while, just about something that's coming, uh, movie TV show wise, was when Star Wars Lucasfilm announced that that Taika will be in charge of whatever the next project is. He will be helming it, and that come on, that has. You, you, you gotta love that. You gotta love the fact that Taika is now going to have his fingers dipped in the See, Star Wars here's, pudding. Here's my issue with this: is I love Taika. I really do. And for Marvel, he is amazing. And he is an amazing director. However, everything I've seen him do is very comedic. Even if it's very dry comedic, it is comedic. And Star Wars has never necessarily been comedic for me. Yeah, but then you have guys like Lord and Miller that came over and did Rogue One. And they are like comedy directors and they did like family vacation all this they did uh, but i'm just i know that he will put stuff in at times that nobody will get unless they are like the joke in thor ragnarok with korg and the fork you won't get that it will go over your head unless you know about other projects he's done What's wrong and with then that, you're though? like that's great that's so funny and you're sitting there like wetting yourself laughing because you totally get what he was saying there and why that line is in the movie but that's not Star Wars for me. Okay. And Star Wars, it's not that it's serious. It's just that it doesn't, it's not comedic. It's, I mean, R2 and C3PO had got comedic little things at times, but it never really worked. I mean, yeah. if you look at it in in episode two, you know, when he gets his head knocked off and then he gets put onto a, you know, battle droid and the battle droid has 3PO's yeah, that, head. That, that, that would, it felt, felt it weird. It very it was really weird, weird because it didn't fit the movie. Yeah. So I'm very excited, but I'm tentative that it doesn't be, make a, like a farce of a Star, Star Wars thing. Oh, that makes because sense. Because I just don't want to see that. I've. I would love to see his take on it, but I'm really hoping he keeps the the humor to a respectable level where it doesn't make it into a joke. Yeah. And that's what I don't want. Okay. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, uh, I, 
I, I, th- I think there have been enough directors that have made that transition to make things oh, yeah. like really good. It will go back and forth. And I think Taika has that capacity. Um, based really on nothing I've seen yet. but <laughs> yeah, Nothing but I've I, seen him in I think, or directed. But I think he has, has the capacity. So we'll, we'll just, uh, we're just going to cross our fingers and wish for the best with, with, yeah. with that and Taika. Um, anything else in TV shows for you? Um, yeah. So really quick, Ms. Marvel dropped this week. Oh, that, yeah. Underrated. I mean, I haven't heard enough people talking about that. Oh, I've heard a lot of people okay. talking about it and it's been nothing but good. And as what I wrote was so far, so great because she's brilliant. Um, the dynamic of her and her family is just, is brilliant. I mean, it is, it's so, such good chemistry already there. Her and her friend Bruno. Is her name Iman? Is that her name? Iman Vol something. Vellani? Yes. I, I think, okay, I'm in Vol- Yeah, okay. that's the name of the actress. Um, oh, she's amazing. She's Amala, fantastic Amala, in that role. Amala, yeah, she's brilliant. Uh, it is, so far, the first episode, at least, that's dropped, it's just been excellent. I mean, it really was. The way they did the style, integrated sort of like the comic book aspect of her drawings everywhere. You know, it was just great. It really was it, great. It, it almost felt like the way they did Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, but... A As live, a live action, action. And, and the way they kind of brought the stuff in around and what's going on. So that for, from that point of view, it was, it really just drew me in. I, I, I wanted to watch the end credits. I wanted to see how, because of how much they had done during the show. I mean, I wanted to watch the end credits to see just how much they put into it. And it was amazing just sitting there and watching the end credits, which I never do. I just turn it off unless there's going to be an after post credit scene, yeah. which there was. So make sure you watch the post credit scene. Yes, there is a post-credit scene that's quite important, so make sure you watch that after the first episode. But usually I still tune credits out, and these are really, I mean, the whole the whole thing. So, I mean, just start to finish. If you haven't seen it yet, even if you're not into Marvel-y stuff, I mean, just just her her, her portrayal of, of the character is really cool. And the fact that we've, we've got now a, a, a darker-skinned female, you know, leading this, the fact that, that, you know, I think even she said that when she first saw the Ms. Marvel comic, hey, there, there's, a, there's a brown a girl with brown skin and she's a superhero and she's in Marvel. It just drew her right to that comic. Yep. And I think this is, this is so great for so many people uh, and so many people of a different faith as well that haven't been represented in, in comic books and movies this way. I, I think it's fantastic though for that. And she's already telling off Feige. Oh yeah. Well. She correctly told me that, that she had to correct Feige. She on Twitter, cause she's like, dude, you said that, you know, the MCU is in, um, universe 616 and it is not i'm gonna tell you because this girl is a complete marvel nerd i mean she is the actual actresses this isn't just like a a flake thin thing for her she knows her stuff and she's been telling feige no you're doing this wrong and you need to fix it and like everybody's like yeah go you (laughs) she should take over from feige i'm like i'm not sure if i'm there yet but yeah i think this is i think this is good that's cool Oh, that was really, really good, though. So, yeah, thanks for reminding me of that, because that was a yeah, great drop. Absolutely good. Um, other quick just drops really fast. Yeah, go. Um, Tim Burton's new Wednesday um, Netflix show Okay, that's going to be coming out. It's based on Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family. Looks really good. I love it's Tim Burton doing it, and I'm a fan of most of what Tim Burton does, as you know. It's not got a date on it yet, but I'm expecting a Halloween drop just because of who the Adams family are. That kind of seems like it should be the right thing. So I'm I'm guessing that. But the little tiny bit, the girl that's playing Wednesday, bang on. I mean, she looks so good. Very, very cool. Nice. Um, She-Hulk is dropping on the 17th of August. Yep. 
kind of looking like The Bachelor does Marvel. Yeah, that one looks interesting. I, I or got Ali, somebody else said Ali McBeal Hulk, which <laughs> does work. Yeah. Um, hoping it's not just a weird dating show with a bit of Marvel thrown in, but I'm excited to see that. Um, and a show that um, I was excited to see, and we've just watched episode one, Sky has done a new version of The Midwich Cuckoos. Now, you probably have never heard of that book. Um, it was by a guy called John Wyndham, who was very famously wrote Day of the Triffids as well. But you might have heard of the movie it was based um, was based off of it called Village of the Damned. Now, it sounds like a horrible horror, horror movie that, you know, you don't want to watch. But it's a brilliant story. It's a, it's a sci-fi story that John Wyndham wrote, actually called The Midwich Cuckoos for a good reason. And Sky have done this really faithful version of this show and so far it's been brilliant it's really eerie it's really odd it's about um this little village called midwich and all of a sudden one day like everybody faints for no particular reason after there's been like some electrical static turns out that a parasitic alien has impregnated all women of a childbirthing age and these children have telekinesis and telepathic powers and so it's how it basically um what happens in this village afterwards and these children as they get older get stronger and they have this kind of it's just very good yeah if, i would cool. really recommend no, the it, original it, it was good I, I really did enjoy the first episode so far i'm looking forward just to seeing where it goes because it, it was well done um i want to jump on this one because i, I know we, we've heard rumors of sabine appearing in star wars somewhere mm-hmm. for a while now it was confirmed at star wars celebration uh natasha Bor- bordizo Bor- is that her name um is playing the ren uh, sabine ren character mm-hmm. least, if you've seen her yet and she looks great for the role and this one has me super excited because she'll be appearing in the ahsoka tv series as well as Hera. Yes. But but again, w- when when Ahsoka and Sabine disappeared, who were they? Why did they disappear? Yep. Why? Why did they disappear? Why? I'm asking you. Why did they disappear? Yes. Because, because they went searching for Ezra. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're supposed to answer. That's why I'm just leading you so you can put some inputs in. So they went they went Sorry. searching for, for Ezra. And and again... I who, thought you were meaning in this show. I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen the show yet. But you you meant Rebels. They disappeared. Sorry. Uh, and then who was also with Ezra? Oh, the big blue guy. Thrawn. Thrawn. So we're probably going... We, we already know that a Thrawn has been cast. We just didn't know where he's showing up. Right, but if Sabine is in this now with Ahsoka, they went off to find Ezra. So we're hoping now that Ezra Ezra gets brought into the live action world as well as Thrawn and Chopper. They actually drove Chopper out on stage at Star Wars Celebration. He looked amazing, and they're going to be in Ahsoka, and that's really cool. I was talking to my brother about Chopper, and we were kind of figuring out that Chopper over any other droid that we could figure out, or any other Star Wars character, single character probably had a higher death count than anybody else. <laughs> From blowing that up is all the, one the ships awesome and everything little droid. I mean, he is so sassy. It's brilliant. I mean, I've got love for R2. I have love for BBA, DO, 3PO. I have love for all of them. But Chopper is just a sassy little thing, and yeah, I love it. I really, I really hope they can make that come out on a live action show because on the on the on the Rebels cartoon. That, that, he was amazing. You're right. He, I mean, the, what he did was able to do what was phenomenal. He was this cheeky little sassy robot, and I hope that 
it, they got to make it translate. They yeah, really gotta, they do. I mean, they, I guess they, they gave BB-8 enough of a personality. In oh the yeah. Same way. So I, I'm pretty sure they can. They can pull. I think that they out. gave all of them personalities on their own that kind of make them distinctive and fun. But it seemed like BB-8 more so. It was like BB-8 had more than R2 or 3PO really in the way they kind of. Oh yeah, out. absolutely. Like him looking backwards and forwards and then doing the thumbs up with the flame. I mean, that was that was classic. Was that was good. so good. Uh, in the Star Wars world as well, John Favreau has already confirmed that he's uh, working on the script for season four of The Mandalorian. So that's getting sussed out right now. And then at the Star Wars celebration, we also saw the trailers for Andor. Yep. That's coming out at the end of August, I believe. And kind of Star Wars related, I guess, Willow, which... How is that Star Wars religious? Because, because it's, it's Warwick got... Davis, and Warwick Davis has been in it nearly every Davis single one. Yes, he is. Leave and him alone. Mace Windows coming back. That's nice. It, it is. That's good. Star Wars. Tales Willow, of the, Jedi. the the yes, Willow know, trailer looks great. Willow. But what's even more exciting that came out of the Star Wars celebration? Do you know what the best thing that came out of Star I Wars celebration? Do know what the best thing that came out? They're going to be in London, XL Center 2023. We are getting Star Wars Celebration here. Less than an hour up the road. Oh my gosh. Less than an hour up the road. I mean, they needed to do their rotational thing again. I get it. I'm really hoping that they do go back and have this, obviously try and do one in Germany again and then kind of move them around like they did. Because that's another one we could go to. I know. But I am super excited for this. I am just absolutely... Because the last one was so much fun and we'd love to go to the ones in America, but it's just, bang, you know, it's money. So money, 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 money. But it is so much fun. I mean, of all the cons I think I've ever been to, apart from WonderCon, I think Star Wars Celebration is probably even one of my favorite cons I've ever been to. Because it was just amazing. Like everything you turned into. And I went to a Star Trek convention one time and it was lame. I mean, they had Patrick Stewart and Carl Urban and like every other Star Trek actor you could possibly imagine. And that was basically their entire pull. But that was Showmasters just not doing it right. I know. Showmasters could have done so much more with that. They didn't have a very large venue for it. I mean, everything about that was wrong. Well, they were using Excel, but But they didn't use all of it. It was pathetic. But Star Wars Celebration, I mean, everywhere you look, it's just. Everything you ever want. There's something to see everywhere. And they do the pin trading, which gives you something to do while you're wandering around. If if you're going to go to Star Wars Celebration and you don't know about the pin trading, talk to us because there is so much depth to what actually happens there with that. And you need to know before you go or you're going to miss out. Yes. So so let us know uh, and and we'll help you out with that Um, right there. Yeah. So that is super exciting. That's oh, very, very exciting. Okay. Uh, TV shows. I think I'm about tapped out on TV mm-hmm. shows. Skeleton Crew, Jude Law is going into that, um, which is a Star Wars-y thing. Let's go on to movies now. I think movies is where it's at. Very cool. Are we going to stay in the Star Wars realm for movies, or are we going to shift to something like Indiana Jones 5? Uh, you can shift. I don't have any... wheeling Harrison Ford around in a wheelchair by the end of this. I mean, how is he still doing this? Do you, I mean, is, is it anything where, is it his son again? Are they bringing Sheila Booth back in? I mean, no, what's, what's... there's no Sheila Booth. If you know who. It's next summer. So June 30th of next year. We yeah. have one year essentially from so now. So I can't remember the name of the lady that's in it with him. She was the droid that was in the Millennium Falcon with um, Daniel. Oh, Solo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with Danny Glover. Not yeah. Danny Glover. Donald. Donald Glover. Sorry. Um. And she does a show over here called Fleabag. She's a brilliant comedian and she's really funny. I mean, if you just watched her performance in that, her name's like Penelope or something like that. If okay. you can look it up, it'd be brilliant. Um, Wait, you want the robot's from, 
No, for her name. There's a page for it and her name's on there. Okay. <sighs> I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. So from the images that have been dropped of photos of the set and everything else, it is highly likely... Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That's it, Phoebe okay. Waller-Bridge. I knew it was something to begin with a P. Okay, yes. Anyway, she... It looks like they're time traveling. Not joking. They're bringing a time travel element? Because they were <laughs> in a field with a bunch of Roman centurions. And then another image showed him somewhere else with a bunch of other things. So it looks like there is actually going to be a time travel element. So and we're not sure how, why, or anything else. But, yeah. I mean, they just about killed off the franchise last time with the Crystal Skull. That one was just, like, See, all the way down. I mean, it was not it was, a good it's not as It's not as good anyway. And the CGI was a shame because George Lucas knows how to do stuff without CGI. But, yeah. I can still put it on and, and relatively enjoy it. It's not Last Crusade by any means, no. but it's, you know, it's it's definitely number four. Let's it's put it that way. country as, I mean, yeah, it's definitely number four in terms of all that, but then you got to put about a, a million other movies. And I know other people didn't like him, but I love Shia LaBeouf as his son. I thought that was, I liked it. Okay. And I was really hoping he would be in this one, but apparently he's not. So... I'm disappointed about that. I'd like to have seen him have more of a fleshed out character and see where he's going with his dad and everything. But it appears that that's not a thing. Um, I've had no confirmation that um, Marion is going to be there either, which seeing as he married her at the end of four, I was really hoping that they would be together still. But okay. again, there's no mention of her yet. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm just concerned. I'll yeah. be honest. I'm concerned because the last one... I'll still go watch it. We'll still, oh, we'll still go to the we theaters. We'll still watch it, but I, I'm just really not expecting much. And I will cry because I remember sitting and watching um, Last Crusade in the cinema. And the last time we went and watched number four, I realized that was 19 years ago and I just feel really old. Wow. So, yeah. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, some other fun stuff happening right now. National Treasure 3. Jerry Bruckheimer teases the third film with Nicolas Cage. They they talk about it. They share. They're saying, hey, this is coming. Now, there's nothing really... They're, they're at script level is kind of where they're at right now in National Treasure 3. But Nicolas Cage could do like seven of these and I'd go watch them all. I mean, I just... I, I, I don't know if I even like him as an actor, but I have to go watch him. Regardless of what he's in. Like, whatever it is. Oh, it's Nicolas Cage. Let's go watch it. This could, <gasps> Yeah, exactly. This could be absolutely terrible, but it's Nicolas Cage. Let's go watch it. I don't Why is it burned? Why is it burned? Why is it burned? understand his, his draw on me. Like, I mean, and even some of the movies that I've seen that I know are terrible, I'll go, hey, I want to watch that right now. Why? And I'll have no answer because <laughs> I don't understand. He's, he's like some kind of drug that I, every once in a while, just have to go back and get and just mainline a little Nicolas Cage. I'm good to go. So yeah, regardless, I'll go watch this movie for some reason. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure I expect it to be good at all. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, I don't know if I love you. I don't know if I hate you, but you're Nicholas Cage, and, and we're Nicholas gonna... Cage is is definitely Marmite. You either love him or you hate him. But the problem is, is sometimes no, he's amazing. I, do both. I don't know what it is. No, but there was that great community episode, which is they did a class called Nicholas Cage, good or bad, and. The problem is, is that you can't tell if he's a great actor that plays bad roles or he's a bad actor that plays good roles. And sometimes who yeah. knows? Because he's, <laughs> he 
You're so right. I, I enjoyed all both of the National Treasure movies. They were fun. They were great family movies. Yeah. They had that kind of thing that Brendan Fraser has with the mummy original movies where it's got that little bit of, oh, yeah, it's a venture movie and you got a great leading <laughs> man and, yeah, this is great. And, yeah, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, uh, it, it looks, it looks, it, it just looks. I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to say good or bad because it, it just looks. It's it's National Treasure 3. Jerry Bruckheimer releases fun action explorer type movies all the time and, and he's good for that. And so, so what National Treasure could they be finding this time? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure I have anything even on that right now. No, it's a um, guessing game. What sort of National Treasure do you think they're no, going to find? It, it's got to be something... It, you know what? It probably does have to delve into the realm of like alien lost artifacts. Like aliens were here. They built the pyramids and they left something behind and they're going to find these alien really? things. I was thinking more like the uh, Aztec or the Aztec the treasures The Lost City stuff. of Atlantis. How about that? That's not... or, or has that been done too much? I don't think it will be that because it's always based in America. Because it's a national treasure. They had to go to like England for the last one. Remember? Yes, but the treasure was still in America. Yeah, but st- all right. And it's always about like a national monument because there was like Mount Rushmore or, you know, the first one where they were looking for, you know, the big treasure and they had to go mm. to all of the monuments, like the Liberty Bell and, and stuff. So it's under the church in the crypt. Yeah, so it's all corner. about like highlighting national monuments and things in America. So I'm thinking maybe the Aztecs because there's apparently the like America. some massive amount of like Aztec gold. gold that are like hidden out in New Mexico somewhere. I'm going with the aliens. It's going to be either aliens or Atlantis. That's, that's but Atlantis guess. wasn't in America. Maybe it was. It's lost. You don't know. Yeah, you do. No, no one knows. It's lost. Oh, my gosh. It could be anywhere. We don't know. Yeah, it wasn't in America, honey. Okay. It wasn't in the Bermuda Triangle either. It could have been. No, it wasn't. Somewhere. No. It's coming. Uh, the other trailer just dropped looks amazing. Black Which Adam. Is... Black Adam. It looks all right. Seriously? No, it looks good. It looks good. I, I, I just like that the characters are bringing into it. I still would have liked to have seen him brought into the Shazam world, but I understand why they wanted him to stand on his own because originally Black Adam was slated as the villain for yeah. Shazam. And they decided, well, if we can get The Rock, let's make it its own thing. We'll do that for a little bit. They have the, the Justice Society of America that they're kind of bringing in and they're bringing Hawkman in and the Tell, I can't think of the bad guy's name, that's sort of the pseudo bad guy in the Black Adam series. I mean, it's definitely, there's a lot of content there. For those that don't know the, the Black Adam Shazam stuff, there is a ton of stuff they can they can fall back on and pull out of this. And the, they, the one line that made me laugh in that trailer is like the, it's the Hawkman guy is like, you, you know, heroes have to save people. Heroes don't kill people. And he just looks at him and goes, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it's 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 gonna be good. It's the Rock. He's gonna play the Rock, which is what he does in everything, and it works. It's like Ryan Reynolds. He has that personality, or he can just go be him, and he's gonna make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Woody Harrelson. He does a little bit of variety, but Woody Harrelson's best movies are where Woody Harrelson plays Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Zombieland. Uh, now you see me. Although the one movie where he literally played himself, it wasn't really the best movie. Yeah, but that one had, it was like one continuous shot. It was him running around London for two and a half hours. Which was, and okay, if you haven't seen, I can't think of the name of it right now. Lost in London. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. It's a single continuous shot for the whole movie. And it was done live. it was live streamed to movie theaters. 
at the same time. I yep. mean, no, no movie will ever, ever touch that. And the fact that they had to have like parts of London shut down when they did this and they had transponders all over London. So wherever they took the camera, it would pick up a different antenna and then continue to send the signal on. Just amazing the way they did this and the way they worked it. And just logistically think about two hours, mm-hmm. one continuous shot. Like it'll never, ever be done again. So no. ju- just just on the back of that, if you have not seen that movie, go watch that movie because it, it just blows your mind. And, and, and then you kind of forget that it's a continuous shot. But it, I mean, yeah, just amazing. Amazing the way they did that. One other thing just in movies and I'll be done. This one. Man, th- this one really surprises me mm-hmm. when, when I hear there's not a lot to this story. But just the fact that Warner Brothers is wanting to move on from Henry Cavill as Superman. <sighs> Now, there, there are reasons for this. I mean, I, I can sort of understand they just don't want to have to compete as Henry Cavill has just gotten bigger and bigger, right? I mean, he, he's in so many things. The Witcher is slated for another three seasons. Uh, there, there's other stuff that, that are coming up for him that he's on, on the books for. Yeah, but let's face it. In terms of the Justice League movie, the only decent actor in that movie is Henry Cavill. I don't know why you wouldn't do everything in your power to keep him. I mean, he is Superman. Like, he, I mean, he is the epitome, like, Brandon Roth. And he's British. And he's British. <laughs> I'm American as apple pie. I'm from Kansas, whatever he said when he was trying to share that with his, in his oh, pseudo good. Oh, I love good you, Henry Cavill. American accent. <laughs> oh, but, I mean, the guy is just yoked. I mean, he works just physically for it. He works from an actor's point of view for it. I mean, just the looks, the classic good looks that you got to have, just big, imposing Clark Kent figure that's... I don't know. You just do whatever you can to make it work. Just make it work, Warner Brothers. You know, you, you can just work around him. That's all you have to do to make things work. I mean, it's not like he's going to be in a movie every other month. You just, you need to carve out three months out of the year or a month out of the year. I mean, that's it. Make it work. Yeah, I, 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 no. Yeah, it, it just, I, I'm dumbfounded. I mean, now, I understand that they are kind of reworking the whole DC world right but- now, right? Wonder Woman 3 is in production with Paddy Jenkins again, which don't make any sense because Wonder Woman 2 sucked. Yeah, it wasn't. It was such a bad movie. It was just a weird movie. Gal Gadot is staying as Wonder Woman, which I don't think she's a bad Wonder Woman. It was just a bad movie. But you've kicked Affleck to the curb. The Flash, Ezra Mirror is they're still in making that big movie, though. trouble. No, but they're still making that Yeah, f- that movie, movie is coming out, but he's in massive trouble with the studio and everything else because he keeps doing dumb, idiotic well, stuff. Uh, that's just because he's being just an idiot. Like, yeah. it has nothing to do with anything else. He's just an and idiot. And so the only person you've really got left is Cyborg, apart from that. you got Momoa. You've got Aquaman. Well, Momoa, yeah, will stay around and everything else, but who knows what's going to happen with that because of the Amber Heard nonsense. Well, they just kick her away. Bye-bye. Oh, who knows? Here's a shark. So, shark week. Hoo-ha-ha. Chomp, yeah. chomp, chomp. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, there's all these things. So wouldn't if you're going to do that, then wouldn't it be better just to go, right, let's just start this over again? Because you're basically replacing half the cast from your Justice League? I, I don't know. Well, again, like I said, they are reworking. I mean, DC has constantly been in a state of flux. They tried to play catch up with Marvel, did it so it never really worked. And now they've kind of gone to the, this model of making just the individual stories again. And that's done well for them. I mean, a lot of their individual stories have stood on their own. And the newest Batman just is an example of a movie that was really well received. Well done. It brings a new character in yeah, a new world. But then you've, you've gone ahead and in the Flashpoint movie, you've pulled Michael Keaton in to play Batman. Well, that's because they're, they're going in all the different universes. The multiverse. <laughs> 
But he's already been in a movie with another version. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you're pulling no, in different universes versions of Batman, and he just happens to be a different universe. Oh, so version we're just stealing, you know, the plot of all the Marvel movies again. They've both had these running through their comics for years. This is not stealing from so one or the other. So then, do something different than actually what's already being done in Marvel, so it doesn't look like you're just going. Oh, I'm just going to take that bit, and I'm going to take that bit because let's face it, the Justice League movie was basically Thanos and the Infinity Stones, but instead. It was Wolfgang, Amadeus, Mozart, and some boxes. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. I, mean, I can't remember the guy's name. At, at least the Snyder Cut was good. The Snyder I, Cut was very I good. I liked the Snyder Cut. I like the Snyder Cut. But it's not the Justice League no, movie. No, it's, it's not the Justice League. You're right. It's not the Justice League. Uh, I'm sorry. Henry Cavill is Superman. You're, you're basically just destroying the one good thing you had in DC. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, and and I, I, not that I think the Superman movies were great by any means. I no. thought they were good, but, but that's not Cavill's fault nope. at all. He, he, he is just, just put it. It's to me, it's like Andrew Garfield and Spider-Man, yeah. right? He is my favorite Spider-Man. He could be doing exactly what Holland is doing now, if not better though, than what Holland is doing right now. I still love Holland. No, no offense to Holland. I think he's a good Spider-Man for the age they're going for, but Garfield could have been that. They just did not surround him with the right pieces at the right time. And so it wasn't. And that's, that's kind of how I see. Yeah. I see mm. what's going on there. But Cavill, you're awesome. Yes. We will miss Cavill. All right. So that's all the time we have today. I watched him it, do it. It, it. it is fun, guys. Jump, jump on Destiny with us. Join our clan. We are the Geek Underground on Destiny. We are. You can find us there. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Geek UG. Yes, yes. Uh, and again, I want to just follow up on this one more time. Mental health, guys. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, he, he, I'm just reading this article that he was in. He's like, I grew up as an only child, and it's not in our nature just to talk about things that make us feel vulnerable. And that, that's, that's kind of how he starts this, uh, but really gets onto the fact of, you know what, it's really just the most touching feedback that I consistently received has been our openness to talk about mental health. And I think that's the biggest thing is that in opening up about it, seeing people like Dwayne Johnson open up about it, hopefully it makes us realize that this is something that it is okay that it's not just us. We're not, you're not going through this alone. You're not the only one. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you broken to, to talk about this stuff. It's the best way to heal to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. and find somebody to talk about. So please do. If, if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time, if you're in a low place, you don't have to do that alone. And, and there is, there's so much help out there. And again, I'll have a link in the comments uh, or just the item description that'll lead you to the, this little documentary that, that he was in. It was just on this, that you're not alone. That's, that's the title of it. You're not alone in this. Please watch that because it, it, could, it could change your life. It could save your life and, and it could at least make your life a little better, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, one thing to do with mental health is a lot of times you don't feel good enough as yourself. And my my drum that I personally beat on is, you know, you need to be yourself. You are unique. You are awesome as the person you are. Don't try and be anybody else. They're already taken. That's Oscar Wilde. That's what he always said. And it's so true. You know, you need to be true to yourself. You need to be authentic and true to yourself. And people will respect you and love you for it if you let them see who you are. And so... Be a peacock in a field of penguins. Don't be a penguin. They're evil and horrible and nobody likes them. 
<laughs> Seriously. Uh, that is <laughs> the, true. the metaphorical penguin. I'm not going to listen to comments of, why do you hate penguins? They're so cute. I'm sorry. I mean a metaphorical penguin. They just look the same and act the same. And, you know, it's that metaphor of a penguin. So I'm just saying, be different. Be yourself. Be the person that God created you to be because that's amazing. Yep. Guys, uh, thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with us. We have a great time here with you and and uh just just yeah hopefully it, it makes your day a bit brighter and gives you some of your fun information the stuff that you crave and love like we do we love our nerddoms and geekdoms and love to share it and so from the dad pool this is uh me saying don't forget to be awesome because you are and from the trash panda be unique because you are and you are awesome as you are and if you're driving don't crash hey i said they're awesome I'm just going to say something else right now. Okay. What are you going to say? (laughs) The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.